Hello everyone, welcome back to Remembers. I'm your host as always, Brian, Brian Dash, and today, I'm going to make a story called, can you guess? That's right, The Lost Wolfhound, written by yours truly, narrated by yours truly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I tell you the story of the last book. Once, I was happier, I had a mother, and my father, and my sister and brothers, I had a wondrous life, a life that was not meant to live, but still, I lived it, and I lived it happy. But there was one problem. I thought I would be a lot happier in my life. Couldn't find out. My life turned out a lot different. A lot different indeed. It all began on a dark and stormy night. When mad wolves attacked my camp. My father was known as the king. And my mother was known as the queen. It began normally enough. Like every other day. I didn't expect it in the trouble, but unfortunately, things weren't always as it seemed. I was pounced on and taken away from my mother and my father. My mother tried to stop them. Stop! Stop! She yelled. Give me back my baby! All that did was when her slap across the muzzle. Then she howled. My baby! My father, who is known as a king, said, You there! After them, kill them if you have to. But no matter what, bring back my son. As you wish, sir. The son is like ours. You are getting back. Or die trying. And they chase after us. They were catching up. It was only a matter of time before they caught up. Unfortunately for me, 
he found that out too. So he grabbed a hold of me and he threw me into the bushes. Knowing that it'd be suicide to come back to me, he let loose with a maniacal laugh. And then with an evil smile on his face, more malicious than his brother, who later was found out to be a scar, he ran off into the forest. Now he's up there, cold, wet, alone, and very afraid. The next day, Alpida and her mate, George, were walking through the forest. Alpida was worried. George, as always, was cranky. Uh, it feels like we've been walking for hours. Can we take a break and, you know, rest up for a while? George asked. Alpida replied with a sweet but stern and worried voice. George, you heard the call back there. Something big must have happened. The king's guards are never this far along the territory. If we're not careful, we'll be stuck in here with who knows what. For now, the best place for us is beyond the king's territory. He yawned. Ugh. I don't understand why being in here is such a bad thing, you know? The king's a nice fellow, we just tell him we're on our way and we'll be fine. I don't know, George. It seemed pretty serious back there. I still think it's good if we just keep moving for now. Alright, whatever, if you say so. And they kept walking. Until Alpida, the she-wolf, abruptly stopped. Hey! I thought you didn't want to stop. Shh, be quiet, Alpida replied. I hear something. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> I smell something too. Is it Predator? I don't think so. It sounds like it's coming from over here, she said. Walking towards the bushes where I was. Careful, Elle! George said. She stuck her head in the bush. Oh! Well, hello. Where did you come from? I'll put it. What is it? Oh, relax, George, she said with a big smile on her face. It's just a little pup. Oh, you poor thing. You look so scared. And lonely. Uh, let's just leave it. I think I hear the guards coming. They'll just cause us trouble. George! We are not leaving it. We have to find its family. Well, Wolf is it happening. Then what? Then... Um, well, just had to take care of it. George looked at her disapprovingly. It was time for Alberta to turn on her female charm as she walked around him seductively and pushed her tail in with his chin. With her ears back and her in the submissive posture of a wolf 
laying on her stomach with her ears down and tail on the ground, showing submissive behavior towards an alpha. And also where to make George feel better about himself, I would like to note. She began to plead in that voice that made George do literally whatever she wanted. Oh, come on, George. Look at him. He's so scared. We can't just leave him. Now, at this time, I didn't know these two wolves. However, the chance of a nice place to sleep, a new family, not to mention possibly even milk, I didn't smell that they could give milk, but I knew a female could, and I smelt that on Elfida. So, I dropped my ears and began to whimper pitifully. Finally, George gave up and gave in. Fine, but you'll have to carry him. Okay. Elfida picked me up. No, come on. Very hurry. Walk for another mile and then we'll make camp. And we did. Thank you, little fella. Alfred said happily. I don't like this, George said. What's wrong, George? Nothing, it's just a about the pup. Wouldn't you just bring us more trouble? I don't think a pup from the kingdom could get this far on his own. Could you, little guy? Maybe she's on an adventure, she said. George replied with a... Yeah, maybe. Never mind that now. Come on, just lay down and get some sleep and we'll talk about it later. I'm going to get to move for the fire, George replied. Don't worry, little guy. George can get a little cranky every here and there. I'm sure after he gets a rest, he'll be a lot happier. We just have to be sure to be extra nice to him. Hey, little guy. She said. I panted to show I understood. Would she treat me with a mirage of licks and slurps? After my fur was moist and clean, she yawned and took me to be, took me to her resting spot. After I had my nap, George came back eventually with firewood. He used his teeth expertly to set the wood on fire. Alfred decided, now is the chance to turn on my old Alfred charm. She looked at him and smiled. You are so good at starting fires, George. I can never start one as fast as you. Really? George had to smile. <clears throat> then he realized what Alfred was up to. He then he replied, with the, I mean, it's not that hard. She smiled and winked at me. I smiled back and yawned. <sighs> she went. Oh, are you getting sleepy? It's okay. You can use me as a pillow if you like. 
Well, I was about to turn that down. She looked like she had very soft fur. And not only was she nice to look at, when I pushed my body against hers to cuddle into her fur, like I did with my mother, I realized she had the softest fur I've ever felt. And it didn't take long for me to fall into a deep sleep. Before I fell asleep, I didn't know at the time, but George smiled. I didn't know that was popular, I, I thought. Didn't know he could smile or anything of that sort. Alvin looked at him and said, Aren't you going to lie down? Yeah, yeah, sure. I guess I could do that. Alright, alright, I guess. Alright, that. He laid close to me and I thought, Swallowing again and then falling into deep sleep. Unaware that we were being watched from the forest by a sleek, blackish wolf. <clears throat> the next morning, George woke up, wondering why Alpha would cuddled up against him as she usually was, then seeing me there curled up along with Alpha, my head on her belly. She was curled around me this time, with a little hint of a jealousy, yet understanding. George looked down and said, oh, right, and he picked up the flint and steel again to try to restart the fire. We heard footsteps from the forest. Knowing that he couldn't run, on the account that he was not just, you know, banning Alvin like that, he said, who, who, Who's over there? Uh, show yourself! And his ears dropped and his teeth bared. Slowly but surely enough, a head appeared. Ah! The. Enya? What are you doing here? Then Alpha woke up. George, what's going on? Enya? George, what's going on? I don't know. She just appeared out of nowhere. I left the park. And I was wondering if I could join yours. Wait, why'd you do the pack? I decided I didn't like it there anymore. So wait, you just left the pack because you just suddenly decided you didn't like it there anymore? She glared at him, and with a sound of hatred in her voice, I hate that pack! I hate that pack and all the swamp and slime that comes along with it! George and Mila backed off. Okay, 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 I was just asking. Anyway, I saw you guys leave and thought maybe it was time for me to leave as well. Alfreda. Don't. You. Dare. Well, we're not a real pack, but, you know, we can have you and our little group. But, Alberta, didn't we come here to make, uh, George, um, why don't you bring Anya Phil at home? So, what was George to do? Say no to Alberta? That would have ended very, very 
badly. <sighs> Fine. George groaned. And he went to his room. I mean, sorry, went to the forest. Where he hunted last night. And got more rabbit. After they all were eating, Alpha was trying to figure out how to feed a pup who was still uh, nursing a pup solid food. And then eventually finding out she had to chew it up and then spit it out for me to eat. A grumpy she-wolf ran by. She was chasing a rabbit, then she stopped and began to pant. It went that way? George said weakly. She looked at him in confusion and anger. George didn't see the anger part. Right there, behind that tree. I know where it went, you stupid idiot. Anyway, I'm tired of chasing that dang rabbit. Who are you and what are you doing here? Um, hi, I'm George. Um, this is Alpida. This is Enya. And you are... I don't know anything about your, you stupid strangers. Why should I give you my name? She was directing that more towards George and Enya. She didn't know, but there's just a scent where she trusted Alpida. Alpida smiled, ignoring the insults, and gave her a rabbit. Here, we'll share ours with you. Thanks. So, um, do you mind telling us your name? Or anything, we just need... We just need something to call you. My name is Gwen. Ooh, Gwen, Alpeda said. That's a pretty name. Gwen looked at her with anger in her eyes. And then let her guard down just for a moment to let loose with a weak little smile. So, what are you all doing here? We left our packs because they were stupid. Me and Alpha did not leave our packs because it was a stupid pack. We left because me and her wanted to make George. No. Me and George left because our our relationship would have went downhill otherwise. It's been a while since we fed the pup. Alpha thought. It was true, I was hungry. Enya smelt it. She's right. It's hungry. Enya looked at me. I'm only helping you guys for the pup's sake. And it's because the pup is the only one amongst you who doesn't drive me barking mad. And they went hunting. Before the left, I said, all right, us, us three females, we go hunting, and George, you stood the pup. George did not like me, so he replied with the, oh, wait, how about George goes hunting, and you three females stay with the pup, huh? Huh? Goodbye, George. Yo, you don't go anywhere, you just stay right there. Wait, don't I get a say in this? But it was too late. By that time, they left. I liked that George was confusion. 
George looked back at me and said, oh, don't look at me that way. They eventually came to water and Alpida was horrified. Uh, we can't cross here. Why not? Look, there's a log right over there. Well, we don't need a log, Gwyn retorted. We can swim across. I think it's safer if we use the log, Anya said. Ah, Gwyn said. Is someone too prissy to get her little paws all wet? How about I just throw you in, and while you're at it, you can catch us some nice, fat fish. No, 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 we, we, we can't cross here. We had to cross the log. And why is that? Albert said, I, I can't swim. Oh, well, that is just perfect. Now what are we supposed to do? The log, we, 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 we should cross the log. See you sturdy enough. And you replied, Fine. And then they began to cross the log. When they found Peter, who was also known as Perverted Pete. Well, well, well. What do we have here? Then, Pervert Pete's sister, Silvercoat, showed up. Well, what do we have here, brother? Some she-wolves trying to cross into our territory? That's a price that needs to be paid. But, but, we don't have anything you want. Oh, I beg to differ, Pervert Pete said. Oh, yeah, you got something I want. Back off, Pete. But my dear, wonderful, perverted, stupid brother was trying to say is, are you sure that there's something you got? Maybe, uh, hmm. Five rabbits should do the trick just nicely. And yeah, there's no prey in this pot. Please, we got um, we got to feed ourselves a male and a pup. Pup. Take me to this male and pup. I like a guy who's good with pups. You are literally disgusting, Silvercoat replied to her brother. So, hasn't stopped me yet. And how many she wolves have I dated? in Hypaw school? I'd rather not say. So, take us to this pup in question, and if it's true, we'll let you pass. And they did. As Pete flirted with a few of the single she-wolves, although he did flirt with Alpida, too, which made George seriously angry. Eventually, another wolf appeared. One with sunglasses on that was blind, but had very good 
ears. It was, unfortunately for them, Soundwave, Scar's brother and most trusted assassin. Who, who are you? Soundwave didn't answer. Everyone thought he was a mute because they almost never talked to anyone. There was rumors that he did actually speak, but he only spoke to Scar, but everyone thought that just to be a legend. On the account that he never spoke to anyone else. Then, Scar came by, slapped Alpida, along with his leading command <coughs> captain, who a very malicious and mean wolf, Freda, deeply loved. She spent much of her time sucking up and kissing the captain. That's all she really wanted, was the captain. She dreamed to have the pups, which was the captain's pups in the future. That hasn't worked out yet. The captain was more devoted to his duties than he was mating, but he was still considerably planning on eventually mating after he was done showing everyone that he was a leader that he was meant to be. However, there was one part. Freda was not his choice. There was a reason Enya left her pack. And that reason was the simple fact that he wanted her as his female. But Freda threatened to tell Captain and all the others to the king about how they stole his pup, which Scar threatened killer for that although Scar never got that chance Captain may have been a terrible renegade and willing to kill innocent pups just for the sheer pleasure of it but he wasn't going to let Enya die he still had use for her and that's what Enya left. She knew what the use was. And she didn't like it. She didn't want it. She was fearful. And rightly so. Someone grabbed the pub and began to run. All the other wolves chased after him. Eventually, George cornered them, along with Pete and Silvercoat. Come on, there's three of us and one of you, Captain said. You guys have one choice here. Let's go, or we'll rip your hide apart. I don't think that's going to happen, Anya said. You should just hand the pup over to us and be on your way. Anya replied with a smirk. 
Unless you want to keep them and see what happens. This isn't over. We will have the pup eventually. And if you don't give them to us, well, then we'll have to do the alternative and kill the pup. But you won for now. We will return eventually. Think about what we said. And don't try to escape. If you do, we'll kill you. You're not going to touch my sister, Pete said. And he jumped on Scar. Scar fought and wrestled him. Until... They wrestled into Smoky Farm. The sheepdogs barked and howled for their master. And unfortunately enough, the farmer heard. Scar wasn't even touched. Unfortunately though, Perverted Pete was. He may have been a disgusting pervert, but he was still a very good and loyal member. Loyal to his sister. And he died due to several gunshot wounds in his chest. His sister cried out, Brother, wake up. Please, please wake up. But it's too late. Pete was dead. Can't believe this. I simply just can't believe this. When I was younger, Mom always told me to stick up for him. And now, he's dead. The human, that disgusting human took my brother. I'll make that human pay for ripping apart my family. The only family I have left. I'm going to kill that human. But not now. Now, I must mourn my brother. And she went to her brother and began to howl. I hear... Humans have something called coffins that they bury their dead in. I want one for my brother. But I don't know where to get one. Well, howdy there. They said, and they turned around and saw a black cat with a top hat on. With a dog that had a weird wagon around his waist. A bunny rabbit that stood close to the cat. And a pigeon. Well, hello there. My name is Cat. I come from the Cat Caravan. That's my little operation over there. Now, I see that you all have an unfortunate dead wolf. I'm very sorry about that. 
if you are lacking, um, I can give you a coffin. I heard you guys won one. Uh, we, I like traders and bottle caps. Now, I know that bottle caps not mean much to y'all, but they mean dang good much to me. If you, if you like, I could, of course, always trade you a bottle caps. Uh, you got any bottle caps along with you? No, sorry. Hey, cat. Uh, we don't only trade bottle caps with service. Service? Dog, that's a great idea. We also trade in services, you know? Your service and help the cat caravan. And in return, we hook you up with all that you need. No matter what the price or cost. Silvercoat, I'll go. Don't think I was keeping me here with my brother. And now my brother's dead. I'll help you in return. I want a coffin for my brother. Well, sugar, we're gonna get that for you. Get the nice wood coffin with all the works. Alright, kid, you got it. And Dog began to unload the coffin. Dog began to dig a hole for the coffin and eventually made it deep enough to move the wolf in there. Pete, that is, even Pete in there. And they shut the coffin and then began to bury it. Cover it up with dirt. Alright, ma'am, that's for your service. Deal. Silvercoat went with them. And for your service, I'll get you one more thing. Completely free of charge. Bottle caps. They want to go to Cave Town. With all the crime lords? Are you sure? I mean, they got Jim Jones, the wolf. They got... They got Thea, the lion. They got Jonathan Jovison. They got, heaven forbid, Papa Bear. Of the crime lord family. Be that as it may. That's the way to the king's territory. We found out the pup that we have is the king's. And you said, I was just perked up. She wasn't told about this. She thought to herself, he's my pup now. Mine. But she couldn't say that. If the pup already had a mother and father, and there wasn't really much she could do. So. She ran back. With the pup in arm. But. Okay. She was grieving inside. Knowing that there was no point in resisting, that she had to return the pup. That was her oath. If the pup has a family, we'll return it, and if he doesn't, I'll raise it. it. Was her agreement that she made. 
George. I, oddly enough, George seemed disappointed as well that the pup had a family. They were playing tail tag a minute ago, and the next thing he knew, poof, the pup had to go home. Come on, Elvida. Let's get everything together. And they got the pup. Got the bottle caps the cat gave them to provide them well in Cape Town. Knowing that Cape Town, too, currency was in bottle caps. The king had bottle caps in abundance which is how he hired all of his guards. He was planning on cutting off ties with the cat caravan because he knew <clears throat> cat didn't care if you were a villain, a wolf priest, or anything. He only cared about his prophet, aka bottle caps. Eventually, they made it back. However, they were very, very angry that their highly trained guards could not get the rest of the pack members that stole the king's pup. And worst off, he was worried about his queen, for she wasn't even eating. And she was rejecting the medicine that the messing woman wolf gave her. She would spit them out and hide them behind the den. It was as if the queen lost her will to live, which horrified the king. But the king also knew that after losing one of their pups last year, to fever. The queen's heart couldn't stand it, and that's why she was so heartbroken. She thought that the wolf god Lupus was telling them that a pup was not in the future, and it would not be in the future ever. So the queen thought that the wolf god Lupus abandoned them. <clears throat> the price they had to pay was no pups. Meanwhile, as the queen thought of the pups they were never going to have, the happiness they were never going to experience, George and Alpha went to Cave Town. Wolf pack Sorry, Wolf, Crime Lord Jim Jones said, Hey, you guys want some Kool-Aid? It's nice. Make all your troubles just go away for all eternity. And I mean all eternity. My church will welcome you with open arms. But you should try this Kool-Aid. It's, uh, it's good stuff. It's poison. George said, uh, You want some death sticks? 
and you don't want to sell statistics. Uh, Alright. Suit yourself. Killjoy. I'll tell you. And that's the sticks. And you're good. We don't want death sticks. Fine. Engine Jones left. They met all the crime family, but none of them attacked. Paul Barry really said, Don't come into the K-Cuts commune. If you do, you will suffer a terrible fate. The men will die and we'll find something for the women. Shortly after, they bought the supplies at Cave Den store and eventually went to the King's Land. Just in time. Scar's whole pack showed up to kill the king and take control of his territory. The king stood with his other brother, Crow, and his adoptive daughter, Moon. And they fought. Alpheda immediately knowing that she had to help or the pup would lose his true family fought too. The queen attacked Scar yelling you took my baby from me. Scar bit her on the neck and didn't let go until his teeth slashed through her neck which the wolves called the life pumping artery. Her blood spewed out of her neck as it also bubbled in her nose. Then something miraculous happened. Moon grabbed a hold of Scar's neck and said, This is for my mother, my father, and my sisters and brothers. You terrible Terrible flea-bitten flea-bag of a wolf. And she bent to Scar's neck. And tore out. His neck. As he ragged. He breathed. For the last bit of air he could get. He said. Why are you chirlooing me? Which means laughing something off. And wolf. Chirlooing. Because now you're no different than me. I killed in vengeance. And now you killed me in vengeance as well. I brought you down to my level. And in this, in this level, you, you will stay. <laughs> and he died.
The king I made is dead. But my pup needs a mother. Help it up. It pains me to say it. But you and George will be the caretakers of my pup. Be his mother and his father. You will raise him. I don't want to let my pup go. But it appears to me that there is no other alternative option. So, I'll give you all my permission to take my pup and to raise it as your own. They all agreed. And from that day forth, I've been a member of Alpida and George's family. They end. I hope you enjoyed the story of the last wolf, sorry, the lost wolf pup, written by yours truly. True, the story does go, does go more in depth, but people wanted a shorter version. So, um, yeah. Although I did add a lot of parts in it that was not in the original story, such as the Queen's death, the King letting Alberta and George take care of the pup, and the iconic line, that is, if you're not too busy, kiss, I mean, in the iconic line, um, the Enya, and Gwen said, how do we get the pup back? Unless we're going to keep him and see what happens. That can be that we need to make that meme. We need to get that done. Get her done. Anyway. Hope you liked it. I'm planning on doing some more wolf stories sometime in the future. When I have no idea. Anyway, without further ado, I wanna draw a very fun farewell. Thank you for watching this video. If you liked it, please push the like button in the face like a boss. As always, high fives all around. Thank you so, 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 so very much for watching. And I'll see you all next time in the next video. We get four more videos. We're going to work as more holiday We're blowing the shadows. This was a strange one. Leave a like and subscribe and a comment down below. And that would be greatly appreciated. And of course, everyone, keep your eyes peeled out there because the menace never ends. And of course, everyone. Bro, pa. And of course, I need to howl. I need your help. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Here we go. Thank you, everyone. And good night.